Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Imperative. Funhouse cannot ruin Christmas. This is about more than ruining Christmas. Funhouse is a crook before he's anything else. And why do you care so much anyway? I am lacking Christmas spirit. It is something I wish to experience. It's overrated. Hi, this is Michael Uslan. You're listening to Batman on Film. The Adventures of Batman. Welcoming you to the new adventures of Batman. Welcome to Batman Animation, a Batman on Film podcast exploring the animated adventures of the caped crusader. I am BOF senior contributor Ryan Lauer, and with me is the head honcho, the editor-in-chief, and the gumbo guru of Batman on Film. He's also the creator and founder of Batman on Film, created it on web TV, I think. Bill Jet Ramey. Bill, welcome to yes, it, oh, uh, Batman Animation. Oh, no, web TV in 1998. 1998, okay. Yeah, I know that's... I don't talk about that much. So no, not at you know, all. Every once in you know, every once in a while, I like to get that out just because you know I like history. This that's a historical mm-hmm. antidote, right? So um, yeah, yeah. And I did take your advice. Uh, I p- uh, poured some boudin and some uh, Ziploc oh. bags and uh, walked <laughs> around in cargo shorts all over the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex. Uh, just just uh, just so I could have oh. stuff some uh, gumbo in my pockets because I was I was jealousy. It? Oh, it was, it was fine. Only thing it was missing. I didn't, you know, I didn't have a ticket to go on an airplane so I could try to get through security Yeah, with, uh, you know, pull, pull out the gumbo, Ziploc bags, put it in the, in sure. the bin and go through security like Pete did with that, that boudin. Cause There's I've always been, next uh, week. There's yeah. always next week. Yeah. I, I thought mean, you said, yeah. you're, I thought you were going to say you took my advice and finally put some Mountain Dew on your lucky charms. Um, oh, I, I'm before the end of the year. I'm going to scratch okay. it off my list. <laughs> Make that a BOF video too, tied yeah. to Batman somehow to combat Here, Pete's. Got, um, yeah, got Pete Pete's eating, uh, video. Uh, what is it? The Bat Zoni or whatever? Bat Zoni. Yeah, yeah. From the Batman <laughs> tie-in. Yeah, that's right there. Yeah. Check that yeah. out, people on BOF if you if you haven't yet. But uh, we're here talking Batman and the animation, and of course. I kind of feel like if I'm going to cover an episode from Batman, the brave and the bold, uh, that's, that's right in your wheelhouse because, you know, you've yes. said some very controversial statements in your, in your adult life. And one of them is that the brave and the bold is your favorite Batman animated series. So yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Do you hear that? Oh, Hey, 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 at least I'm not like, you freak. Yeah. <laughs> What the hell's going on here? So uh it is. Give, I have said that. Term, 
you have. And as I explore more episodes of the series, which I've, you know, on Batman animation before, we've already talked about this series in an episode you and I have before. Uh, and I've said I haven't watched every single episode. I've watched a good handful. But one episode that I have watched uh, very early on in its release was the episode four of season one called Invasion of the Secret Santas. Mm-hmm. It is one of my favorite episodes of what I have seen of Batman the Brave and the Bold. Uh, I loved it from its first viewing, and it is a Christmas season watch every single year because I love the spirit of Christmas. But tying Batman into a holiday has not happened enough. You go through some comics and stuff. There's a lot of Batman in comics, um, but surprisingly, like a lack of Batman and Halloween content everywhere. And I think there needs to be more of that. But when it comes to Batman and Christmas, I think that's also a great fit ever since, you know, even huh, 30 years ago, your favorite movie, Batman Returns, mm-hmm. had some Batman and Christmas in it. Uh, and yeah, so I, in knowing that, I mean, I knew quite a while ago that there's like, oh, there's Christmas with the Joker and there's Invasion of the Secret Santas. I've never gotten to talk about Invasion of the Secret Santas. So... I'm glad that you're here now that we can we can do this. We can get the job yeah. done. Yeah. Overall thoughts, I guess, impressions at the beginning of like your history with this episode. Um, I guess I could say it started off with when it first debuted, which was December 12th of mm. 2008, mm-hmm. which, you know, we just barely missed that anniversary, you know, that 14 year anniversary uh, written by episode was written by Adam Beejan, who has a history of writing and animation and specifically Batman too. He wrote for the Batman. He wrote a couple episodes and then he also wrote an episode of Beware the Batman and Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate video game. Hmm. The episode was directed by Brandon Vietti. It's interesting to look up his history in IMDb because it doesn't show him directing other stuff instead being part of the art department, but he did direct, uh, I think it was it 2020 or 2021 the death in the Batman death in the family choose your own adventure blu-ray mm-hmm. uh, movie he directed that but then he's been involved in a ton of stuff um, over the years in animation as well uh, surprised me the most though I think even in watching it this year that this was not written by Paul Dini Paul hmm. Dini loves holidays with Batman yeah he loves to write. Interesting. Hours. So, yeah, maybe he's just very influenced by Paul Dini. Uh, sure. Bill, what's your history with this episode? Well, I was I if I reviewed every episode of this series. Uh, not all of them made the migration from old BOF to mm-hmm. the new BOF back in seven two thousand seventeen eighteen. So, um. But yeah, I watched it when it came out because I watched them every Friday night mm-hmm. and would review them. I didn't get, uh, I only got a screener for the very first one, the very original episode. Uh, and so, but I, yeah, I mean, I, but I, what I'd get, uh, uh, Warner Brothers Animation would, um, they did, they did publicize it. So they would send out like video clip and, um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, images of the upcoming episode that would you know I could post on Batman on film and then I I would always review the episode so yeah I I like it 
uh, I'm at, this is when, you know, when I first, when it was first announced the series, I was like, yeah, I'm glad there's a Batman animated series, but I don't think this is going to be for me, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't like super impressed or slash blown away with that very first episode with, uh, you know, it features Blue Beetle, but I'm probably starting to get hooked by, even though this is episode four, because I really appreciated the the history and then of Batman they're using and just pulling these obscure characters like um, Sportsmaster in the beginning mm -hmm. of this yes. and whatnot. So, and, you know, as I went through and reviewed, I, I just, I end up being my favorite. Now, you know, Ryan, you can love more than one animated Batman series. That is shenanigans. That's, that's I call shenanigans. Oh, do I lose my Batman card if again? <laughs> if if I can say I, you know, I actually like most animated awesome. Batman stuff. Okay. You know, All right, but this is just, just this one's just my favorite because of the it being a love history. letter to Batman and the history of it. It's mm -hmm. it's it hits me the same way that. Um, Lego Batman movie does. Mm -hmm. gotcha. That makes any sense. Yeah, that so. makes a lot of sense. You you alluded to like Sportsmaster shows up. So yeah, we do have a cold open in this one, which Blue Beetle showed up a lot in the series, didn't he? Yeah, in the beginning, especially season one. Yeah. Uh voiced by and I always butcher his name, uh Eric Matthews himself, Will Friedel, Will Friedel, Friedel. Uh, Pete, our own Peter Vera, Boudin Pockets, and Ryan Haas got to talk and meet with him at the Batman Beyond um, Blu-ray release in New York Comic Con, representing mm -hmm. BOF. But Blue Beetle shows up in that cold open, as does Sportsmaster, in a a Christmas bowling tournament advertised on TV, which that has to be a throwback to, like, it feels like a throwback to almost like the celebrity bowling show uh, back back in the day. And I can't help but think that those guys that end up being put in bowling pins by Sportsmaster are like behind the scenes guys with the show, because that's that's just like a thing that has happened yeah. in the animation before. Yeah. But I looked up credits and I couldn't like I didn't see anything to support that. But that's my theory that those are some of the director, writer, animation department. You know, some of them. That's a big fun. I, now that you point that out. I, one of them possibly could have been James Tucker. Not okay. sure. That'd have been a guess. James I'm Tucker. Just, but they also were very, very 1970s looking mm -hmm. aesthetically. Yeah. And if you go, if you go look at like um, ABC wild, uh, the wild world of sports from back, back then uh, used to come on. Is that before your time? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I do, I only remember it, because of reruns wide, of stuff. I'm like sorry, celebrity wide, the wide, life. wide world of sports. So it's kind of not not the wild world, the wide world of sports. And it was a, it would come on Saturdays and Sundays, and it would be it would feature. I mean, ski jumping, bowling, wow. um, you know, ski whatever. You know, Just I the, love that. Yeah, skiing, yeah. skeet shooting. And bowling, yeah. I mean, it would <laughs> be the outline. No rhyme or reason. No, no. Uh, you know, they'd have a cricket match or something, mm -hmm. and it was 
you know, this was back when there's three freaking channels, man, you know? Yeah. Yep. And so it was a big deal. You, you need to go look YouTube the opening at some point. And it's kind of okay. like have a classic. And there's like, uh, speaking of, you know, ski jumping, there was like someone just wipes out tremendously on a ski jump. And I mean, I was a kid. I was like, yeah, that's awesome. You well, know? Yeah. And now but, you're like, um, well, I feel anyway, my point is <laughs> when you would see, when they would have like uh, the pro bowlers association, you know, they would, they would air that. The, the the dudes and no offense to bowling people. Cause I like to bowl. I grew up bowling. Uh, when I was in cub scouts, probably I was 12, 11 or 12. I won our uh, cub scout cub scout pack, our bowling tournament. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Just want to bring that out. Anyway, shameless plug. <laughs> uh, so anyway, the guys, the pro bowlers, there's a little bit of this to those guys here you know gotcha. the, the yeah from back then and so. the invasion from Sportsmaster, who voiced by tom wilson that many of us would know as biff tannen uh, back to the future and i love i mean total 50s of like i'm gonna put them in bowling pins and then and then bowl down you know the lane <laughs> yeah. to yeah. knock them out like how perfect is that but you know batman and blue beetle show up to to you know take him down in great fashion in which it ends right before the credits of uh batman Dieter bader perfectly saying crime doesn't take a holiday and neither do i it's a great another great it's like you know awesome hammer hammers of justice <laughs> i mean there's so many this is another one yeah it's awesome it's great i love so the cold the, openings love it of, of these shows man those are all yeah it's a lot of fun uh and then you know we get the great you know, hit the music and then, yeah, Invasion of the Secret Santas. This episode is about Red Tornado, who, mm-hmm. and, and that's another thing of maybe, I don't remember when you and I talked about this before, um, you know, the music meister. But I said, you know, dipping into the greater DC heroes and some that I just mm-hmm. had no information on, didn't know much about. And also kind of like not not my, I'm not going to seek out a Red Tornado comic. Yeah. You know, or anything like that, if it even what? exists. What are you talking about? So knowing that it's called Batman Brave and the Bold, eventually, like, it did open my eyes more to that series in which, if you read it, I mean, Jim Maparo has a massive library of illustrating that run. Um, opened my eyes to that series. But Batman's a supporting character, and I'm like, no, Batman needs to be the star. Mm-hmm. But he is basically the star. And in this one, it's about uh, Professor Olton, Red Tornado, who is teaching archaeology um, at university. I don't know what town or city that this is in. It seems like such a small town, but mm-hmm. I love that how, he, you know, very robotic and everything and seeing like archaeology is not like the action movies. It's mostly just reading books. <laughs> like, yes. That made me laugh. And I was like, well, you know that Indiana Jones. <laughs> yeah. The, the character in his class, the student, Billy, in his class, that's a nod. That was a nod to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Okay, you, the, yeah, you, yeah. As a kid, when you were in Minnesota with all that snow and everything, because it didn't snow in Texas when you were a kid. Um, how the times changed. <laughs> it, well, that's just that that's that's just you know a little bit of um, uh, creative license. Oh, okay. You know, because it's Christmas, you got to have the snow. So yeah, you know, got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. It's got to be a uh, snowy for the 
Christmas episode. But sure. <laughs> as Red Tornado sees like a sliding truck and he goes to save kids and this idea is playing in his head of having Christmas spirit. And he says, elaborate. Because he's never experienced it because mm-hmm. he's a robot. So then he, I love the fact they take him home to where he cracks, you know, he cracks open a book. Get that holiday spirit by Stuart Martha. Stuart you Martha, have that. yeah. Bill has uh, yeah. that on his bookshelf right behind him right now. I see that. I, I do. Same yeah. book. <laughs> right there. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Next to gumbo recipes. Uh it's great because oh, at its like at its core of this episode, you totally get what it's going for and you know the, what the Christmas spirit is and teaching Christmas spirit to somebody and like a robot and how you know, he reads that book and then he he decorates his house. He wears sweaters. He goes and knocks on the door yeah. and sings <laughs> Christmas carols. Yeah. <laughs> he, and then it makes me think of Nightmare Before Christmas with Jack uh, when he, he writes on writes an equation on a chalkboard, you know, and it's like when Jackie's like, what does it mean? And the Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas, because he's just trying to figure out what what is the Christmas spirit. And then, Bill, we get a flying saucers invasion. Which I'm a sucker for, fifties like sci-fi alien, the look, yeah. the sound, and all that stuff. And Batman's in the center of town, taking on this That's, UFO invasion. That, what was really I, I chuckled at, and I'm not la- I'm laughing with it, not at it. I get I get the what they're going for here. It's just you know there, it's a news flash, right? And yeah. it's very matter of fact. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, flying saucers has invaded us. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> okay. And Batman is here, trying yeah. to thwart the invasion. <laughs> you know, it was just matter of fact, and you know. And then there was also little bits of. Did you ever, did you notice in this episode there was several times people just this screaming? You know, very nineteen. This 1950s. is my favorite part of this episode. Yeah. Ever since the first moment I saw it, and it is a total gag on purpose of yeah. that woman front and center in the chaos. And then she just yeah. runs off. They did it. Yeah. They do it three times because yeah. it's the power of three when it comes to jokes. Yeah, it is. Oh, it makes me laugh and smile every single time. That's been my favorite part of this episode. It's every great. time I watch it, I, lo- I mean, it's because I mean, it's one of those. uh the great Michael Ramey told me on my podcast, the Batman book club, he said, because if you know, you know, you know, and I think that's exactly true with that yeah. right there. If you know, you know why that's funny. Uh, I'm glad you said that though. I was, I was about ready to, but I, I love it. I love the destruction in the city fighting the UFOs. Cause why not? You know? Yeah. And immediately when it's done and red tornado goes and helps Batman. <clears throat> um, And I think, it's at the during the fight at some point, and Red Tornado tells Batman, he says, Merry Christmas, Batman, and Batman, not now, Red Tornado. Yeah. <laughs> and just, you know, the whole thing, you think um it's gonna be one of the crazy, you know, this crazy sci-fi, mm-hmm. you know, UFOs are invading us, and it becomes something else, which is just as almost ridiculous. But still awesome at the same time. Yeah. With with Funhouse. You know. Funhouse, which I thought for the I continuously thought for many times of watching this that that was just Toy Man. And mm-hmm. then on looking up, it was like, no, this is an original villain for the show. But yes, heavily inspired by Toy Man. Sure. Uh which I think is great. It's also like you think of 
everything about this episode I think fits and it's it's why it's really fun because of course like a toy man kind of ripoff with toys as a villain for Christmas. Yeah. And where this ends up leading to, I think is, you know, ends up being, ends up being perfect. Uh, I don't know if you noticed if it wasn't, I can't say, I don't know if it was intentional because like these, these creators behind the scene, these things are so sharply written and included that the doll that, we see Funhouse has looks like definitely to me instantly. I was like, man, that just looks like baby doll from the animated series, like a, a baby doll inspired doll that Funhouse has. Yeah. But you know, and it's, that becomes a bomb. Funhouse takes off. That's how he gets away. So number, you know, the first meetup, that's the first and <laughs> another great line. So Diedrich Bader's got all the good lines in this of, you know, red tornado says I'm lacking Christmas spirit. It's something I wish to experience. And Batman says, it's overrated. <laughs> Takes that beat. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome to Codependence, the weekly podcast that gives you direct access to me, Maya Allen, and my sis, Sierra Miller. Every week, we give you insider access into our sisterhood and lives. Part self-help and part comedic relief, codependence is all about letting your guard down. Expect a lot of laughs and maybe some tears as we navigate this crazy world together. Join us every Wednesday for this funny, tea-spilling, shade-throwing podcast. And then that's like a classic, like, grumpy Batman now, like, it's overrated. Uh I mean, you already mentioned of like with Funhouse, so it leads to it's an alien invasion. Then we find out it's Funhouse, and then you know the the second matchup is that it's actually you know Santa Claus isn't Santa Claus; it's a robot Santa Claus, and then there's a whole army of Santa Clauses. And then that you know that's that's the the second big action sequence, and then the main event action sequence is Batman and Red Tornado deduce that Funhouse is behind all of mm-hmm. these uh what are they called i have them presto play pals yeah that are showing the up in all play pal showing up in all of the houses in the in the town that then break out on christmas morning to then come together like mighty Morphin power rangers <laughs> like a, 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 a giant <laughs> a giant yeah. presto play pal yeah a, with fun house mega- you know, yep. of course, Funhouse is right in the center, pulling levers and operating yes. the giant Presto play pal. Yeah. So on the surface, that's just like the evolution of the villain and what he's what he's up to. Um, clever, kind of like a standard, um, you know, evolution of villain for this show. I think a little bit, but also like, but in no way does it feel repetitive or imitative yeah. and what's i really and i laughed at and thought and again i'm laughing with it <clears throat> is that all the presto play pals you know they they the kids are unwrapping them and then they immediately they come to life quote unquote mm-hmm. and start stealing stuff in everybody's houses 
So, yes. the, you know, that, that's, that was, you know, that's the, that's the plan. That's the, what's the plan. Yeah. So that's the plan. <laughs> He's got these little robot Presto mini Grinches. <laughs> yeah. Who are going to uh, bust out of their box and, and steal diamonds and all yeah, sorts of diamonds from people's houses. I mean, it's, it's fun. It's not too serious. Ultimately, no. in the end, you know, you get you get a great action scene where Red Tornado is the, you know, he's the the key weapon to take down Funhouse. Mm-hmm. So that's heroes versus villain. We introduced uh, the Christmas spirit that Red Tornado is trying to figure out, trying to solve what that is. But then there's an even another element, which is definitely the deepest of it all. And it's like Bruce's connection to christmas mm-hmm. and it definitely it definitely leads you to think this is his last christmas right with his parents yes that it flashes back to that's how you, you took it because that's definitely how i took it yes yes he wanted the swashbuckler action figure mm-hmm. um they even play into the world's greatest detective you know the coffee mug that red tornado got batman and tool you know, he's the kid. Bruce is shaking. I can determine from the the weight and the mm-hmm. sound is it is this is going to be. You know, in his mind, it's a swashbuckler action figure, and it's actually a nutcracker that Thomas Wayne is passing down to to his son yeah. Bruce. And Bruce has an episode and throws the nutcracker and breaks it because that's acts not what like he a wanted. spoiled brat. Mm-hmm. Which hey. All of us as a kid had a few moments, I'm sure. Um, but yes, that's our that's our first flashback. You ever wanted something for Christmas or birthday and you thought you were getting it and you didn't and reacted maybe sort of that way or anything? I'm, I'm sure nothing fully. If I did, that had to be like really little, like five and under if that were to ever happen. Because, you know, as as far as I know now, like, or as back as I can remember, there was definitely, you know, we had learned of be appreciative of whatever you get. So even if it's not exactly what you were hoping, you still got something, you know, but I, I, I don't remember. I don't be, I don't remember being a dick like Bruce. No, I, when I was but... eight, when I was eight for my birthday, my grandparents, I was convinced they were going to get me the $60 million man action figure. Mm-hmm. And instead they gave me, um, which was a huge amount of money. Then they gave me a hundred dollar bill. Oh, holy moly. And, Go buy one. I, and I, um, you know, my seven, eight year old mind, nine year old mind didn't contemplate well, I could buy probably five six million dollar men action figures with that money, but I was like, oh, up you didn't get it. <laughs> I want a six million dollar man, you know. Yeah. So I wanted six million dollars. <laughs> yeah, well, I reminded me of that as a kid. So uh, that was the first and last time I ever ever did anything like that. It stuck with me. And as a parent, I always appreciate what you get right mm-hmm. exactly so 
so th- with that flashback so yeah i think you said it it triggered the world's greatest detective gift um brings back the flashback of how bruce acted out because he didn't get what he wanted and then another flashback leads to him they come walking out of a movie zora uh mm-hmm. the mark right mark of the zora, mark of zora. Yeah. it's on the marquee and thomas says to him like you know basically like this is a, this movie's the closest to that action figure that you know we didn't get you so i thought you know, we could go see that, and Bruce just still see, yeah, very, to go like, see a swashbuckling movie. And you didn't Bruce get the swashbuckler, swashbuckler still, action figure. Yeah, still being a disappointed kid about it all, and then they go walking down this this dark alley that is just basically all pitch black, mm-hmm. and then they treat it very tastefully. Um, I had. You know, earbuds in so I could hear it a lot better. I don't know. I'm just watching it on a regular TV, how well you can hear it. But with there are two flashes with not, you know, big, scary gun pop sounds, but definitely, Mm -hmm. you know, something of the sort in which that mixed with music, like, you know what that means. And then it's kind of at that point, it's really selling of like, oh, shit, this was to me. Definitely. This is Bruce's last Christmas with his parents. Mm hmm. He's being moody towards his dad because he didn't get a toy that he wanted. And then mm-hmm. his parents were killed. So that adds a whole other element to the episode yeah. of like, damn. And as with uh, as lighthearted, a lot of these Raven the Bold shows are, um, there are moments that, yeah, I don't want to call it dark, but. Um, Mature, deep, uh, you know, yes. Emotional. Yeah. Yes, yes, Exactly. Uh, I mean, this is the first time in this series. I know it's only episode four, but you get this, you know, a nod to Batman's origin or why he became (laughs) Batman, you know, and the fact that he he threw a fit by not getting a swashbuckler action figure. So they took him to the movie to Mm -hmm. see a swashbuckler because of his episode and his parents get shot. So they don't. They don't go deep into it where the guilt or anything like that, but it's implied, obviously, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I do think this was probably their first test, as well as hint for all of us of uh, chill of the night is coming. <laughs> like we're working on, we have an idea for chill of the night. It's going to expand on this kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get there. Hang on. Uh, and then the, before we get to the the capper with that I want to go to something that really made me laugh that I just found in my notes um, I don't know exactly which which part when Red Tornado says that he's missing he's missing that tingly feeling mm-hmm. and Batman says something about like if you start to tingle you need to find a repairman or something, you know, something like that. <laughs> yeah. You get a tingly feeling because he just kind of reinforces to him. That means is of like, I know what you're seeking, but you're a robot. You're not supposed to feel it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in taking down Funhouse, you know, Red Tornado goes beyond. He says he feels, you know, like a strange tingly sensation, but he, and he blows up, but he takes yeah. out the big uh, Power Rangers machine that funhouse is in and so 
all that's left, which it could be like very scarring for a child, but because they do, they do it so well, Red Tornado, it's just his head. Mm-hmm. All he has is a head, but he's talking and Star Labs is there to take him in. And, you know, yeah. Batman says he's going to um, help him. And he says, like Red Tornado says, observation, it was an amazing feeling, Batman. So look at that. After all, he did get the Christmas feeling. I love the, whole, the Christmas yeah. spirit. I love with Red Tornado observation declaration you know before he <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so robotic but you know in his way it was evolution for the for the robot for the character mm-hmm. and it was like i don't know it fit exactly into that was the big payoff for the episode of what they ingrained you know for you know emotionally in the episode is we've already got we got our our three course meal in the action which mm-hmm. was a lot and was a lot of fun and then the capper of the episode I'm like, oh, I love it. It's when Batman, he, he calls the, it always stands out to me though. It does. It looks like a very, uh, a computer animated Batmobile mixed mm-hmm. into, um, looks normal animation. Um, a little bit of odd placement for me. I think it stands out like, eh, but when Batman hops in and they're in the passenger seat as a Christmas present and what he opens and it's that, um, uh, the figure that, of uh, that his dad, his grandpa's figure that his dad gave him for Christmas. Yeah. The nutcracker. The Nutcracker, in which then Bruce or Batman's internal monologue is, you know, Merry Christmas to you too, Alfred. Mm -hmm. And then there's like a beep. But crime doesn't take a holiday and neither do I. You know, Mm -hmm. and that's the capper. What a good like one, two to end the episode. Love it. Is there there a little bit of a message with Batman and using Red Tornado and Red Tornado being being an android, being a robot? And wanting to have feeling, wanting this Christmas spirit where Batman is able to, but he he doesn't or doesn't want to. That's a good point. You know, he's capable of it. You know, and going back to the whole it's overrated, you know, Christmas yeah. spirit. And Batman kind of has a little arc here as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good point. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you too, Alfred. The crime doesn't take a holiday. I love it. That's great. Um, I thought there was one more point I wanted to hit on, but this it escapes me at the moment. I oh, I do just so visually. I love the robotic Santas going crazy, just because it's like obviously it's in the snow, which I think the episode looks like great the setting of all the you know the snow christmas stuff yeah. everywhere that the bold outlines of everything um buildings characters you know, action all that stuff i think looks looks awesome and i i just think like this is again haven't seen every episode but this is this one just stood out to me for like a number of reasons you know the the story itself the christmas part of it the the look of everything I think looks looks great so i just i feel like for this i just can't say enough positive things about this episode because of you all had the to elements. you had to lie i did take note of the, there was the the 50 sci-fi mm-hmm. movie b movie inspiration here uh even you know part of the deduction that batman makes is you know quick uh search for movies with santa yes. claus and uh um 
Neptune invasions, you know, UFO Neptune. invasion. And mm -hmm. it comes up with some movie of, I don't forget what he says the title or it's, you know, 1954, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Neptune, Santa, whatever it was. So I, I, I got a kick out of that as well. Yeah. Um, I got a, a bit of in which obviously um, Tim Burton's Mars Attacks. Yeah. Which was an obvious nod to, I think they were, weren't they Tops cards from like the 60s or 50s or something, which looked really, really cool, but was all about, you know, 50s, like styled science fiction and stuff like that. And so anytime I get a glimpse of like the, the UFO invasion in this, I instantly think of that, which then alludes mm -hmm. back to that and whatever. I think that whole era is just, you know, kind of fun. And then the um, War of the Worlds, which I think was 52. Like mm -hmm. that movie, which I think is great. You know, that whole 50s sci-fi, whatever, is just kind of is really fun. So for them to be able to include it here and in the part, it it makes sense for the story. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that that's just it. it, it, it the story itself, I think, is so tightly woven that everything makes sense. Mm -hmm. Everything is needed. There's no fat to be trimmed because then it, it does. I think it even marks it's like 22 minutes. A tight 22 minutes. Have I said enough positive things about this episode? I don't think so. Okay. Um, <laughs> could have used more Christmas. <laughs> He's more Christmas, more Santa's. No, I think you Batman, did. Batman you did rides a reindeer. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Like yeah. That's great. And it it's not. But it made me think of like, Dark Knight Returns as he's riding a horse, you yeah. know, in that, but it's this time he's riding a reindeer. Riding a reindeer, yeah. Why not? Riding a reindeer. I mean, yeah, why the hell not? We need more of that. We need more of that in Batman comics. Definitely. Get um, Robert Pattinson on a reindeer. It, it, okay, done. Christmas. The sequel's going to be in the snow, remember? Oh, yeah. Um, Mr. Freeze is in it. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. <so>. Freeze <laughs> taking diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> the, the woman screaming is my highlight. Do you have a highlight? I mean, in an episode full of a lot of really great things, the mm -hmm. woman screaming all three times is my highlight. That's my attachment to this episode. I love it. Well, the first thing came to my mind when you asked that question, and I, I will say I love the entire episode, but I really got a kick out of the whole newsflash, you know. We've been invaded by aliens and UFOs yeah. and Batman's <laughs> on the scene. You know? <laughs> <laughs> two things that i cut you know like batman and space batman ufos i'm like no no and then this you know I, yeah I, in this i love so they said challenge accepted yeah you don't like batman in space well, we're gonna double down on it's better it than bit. batman falling from the moon and getting back to earth i was more entertained and even stopping and thinking about it more entertained here <laughs> for sure invasion of the secret santas yeah. uh Excellent. Bill, do you have any final thoughts on this episode before we, we get out of here? Uh, it's a good one. I, it's been a while since I watched it. And I believe now, just like um, I watched the Dark Knight trilogy, the week, Christmas week, you know, that mm -hmm. era, that period of time. I'm going to start. I'm going to knock out. Uh, I'm going to add this one to my rotation. That Excellent. Is also, uh, and just here's a tease. Cr Christmas with the Joker. Christmas with bad Joker. Yeah. Um, I hope Peace. that this I hope that this will have the same effect on other people because it is a Christmas an annual viewing for me because again, 22 minutes. 
22 highly highly entertaining it is definitely christmasy in spirit because it's one about the christmas spirit but then it's you know warm and fuzzy with a good you know good moments in it you know a great capper with that gift at the end um I, I just and then obviously there's Santa, you know, Santa Claus, there's gifts, there's Christmas lights, decorations, all that. Ra- Batman riding a reindeer, damn it! Hey, it's it's fun through and through. So I hope other people will watch it this year and then also next year. Yes, I would also say that. Um, what is it? I wanted to say uh, it is with this. You got 22 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get to be entertained by the cold opening that really has nothing to do with the main show main uh, main episode main mm-hmm. story and you also get to dance for during the uh, the opening credit scene you know with, with the great theme song from the uh, Batman Brave and the Bolt so you mm-hmm. laugh you get moved a little bit and you get to dance there you go <laughs> that's that's all you want in your entertainment those sure. two things you'll yeah. get them all in this episode so uh bill thanks for coming on thanks for putting on your santa hat and talking some batman and christmas i always animation. i always enjoy coming on uh shows from that are on batman on film yes which i i created batman on film in 1998 in 1998 the web tv oh, okay yeah. got it yeah. okay what yeah. you ended up getting for christmas Oh my God, it's no. all connected. <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's all connected. It's all I, connected. Threw a, I threw a fit because I wanted the $6 million man. I got a web TV, so. You got a web TV instead. And here we yeah. are. Your $6 million man figure. I don't know if it had lasted as long as BOF has. So there you go. Everything happens for a reason. Oh, contrary, sir. Oh, it's, okay. I still have it in a, in a tote upstairs. Now he still I've lost the $100 bill. I, no, that's, that's, <laughs> that's been long gone. I'm sure okay. I've, I don't, uh, but. I did have a six. I did get the six million dollar man with that hundred dollar bill. There you go. Learned a lesson, but I still have it. And I lost the red jumpsuit, so he naked. Ah, uh, he's naked. Oh boy. Yeah. In his suit. Got it. Uh, you feel with that action and... figure? Uh, I've seen it. I can't. It doesn't spark okay. my mind right away. Okay. Um, just asking. But I have Google right here. Man, you had the eye. You could look through. And then oh the yes, little, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had the little. You had, it came with a, a engine that he could put in his hand, and yes. it had a little little button in the back you'd push, and he'd lift the, he'd lift it up. Yeah, it was freaking awesome. It was it was, amazing. It was what it was way better than a swashbuckler. Yeah, it's certainly better than uh, what was uh, a Presto Decker. Play Pal. So oh, okay, <laughs> Presto Play Pal. Yeah, they just it had taken your six million dollar man figure. Okay, plug. Batman-film.com. There you go. Yes. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Um, yeah, go to Batman-on-film.com where I have reviews up, uh, interviews up, all, uh, posts up and everything. Also, I have the Batman Book Club podcast on Batman on Film. Bill is generous and posts those as well. Uh, the last episode was with Bill. How about yeah, that? Plug that. We, we, go ahead. We went yeah, way back. That. Detective Comics number 27, The Case of the Chemical Syndicate most importantly known as Batman's debut. Uh, track that down on batman-on-film.com and or wherever you listen to podcasts, the Batman Book Club, follow on Twitter at the Batman DC. Uh, can and, I, can yeah. I plug one more thing before we go? Plug one more thing, yes. One more thing. 
Uh, check out, I just dropped yesterday, I have a interview podcast and video interview with Michael Uslan. Yes. For uh, his new Batman story from, uh, what is it? Uh, Tales from Earth 6, A Celebration of Stan Lee. Uh, it, it's uh, based on Stan Lee's take on the classic DC characters, and they're celebrating Stan Lee's 100th birthday. So thanks to DC Comics Sweet. for setting this up you know which was easy because me and michael were pals but mm -hmm. i did interview michael for it and check that out he talks about his like i said the new batman story he wrote for that anthology that's it excellent there you go um and now lastly right before announcer rachel takes us out bill when you start tingling i'd see a repairman i will okay and also i guess i won't hesitate crime doesn't take a holiday. And Never. Be. Okay, that's it. That's all. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Batman Animation, a BatmanOnFilm.com podcast revisiting the animated TV and film adventures of the Caped Crusader. Follow Batman Animation on Twitter at Batman Animation. Follow BOF on Twitter at the Batman on Film. Follow Jet on Twitter at Batman on Film. For Jet and Team BOF, I'm announcer Rachel. Batman on Film, authoritative, definitive, the original, established in 1998. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.